0: Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors' macabre manor, bead metal mayhem. I'm James. And I'm Jody. Kudos to Jody, because usually he tries to jump right in, and I did it this time, and did not face him at all, damn it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If if you listen to the last episode on this, we were joking about that right at the end of the episode. (laughs) I just cut right to the chase.
0: (laughs) Wait, who's Chase? (laughs) Sorry. So in, I don't know, but I cut right to him. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> Fire at Will. What the hell did Will
1: do? <laughs>
0: Will. <laughs> Fuck Will. <laughs>
1: well, this episode is a continuation <laughs> of our favorite non-metal yeah. music stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, we kind of we kind of even got off on our favorites and just started talking about random historical. <laughs> oh, this was kind of a cool song from the '80s.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this episode, I hope to touch a little bit on jazz and blues,
0: but I think okay.
1: James had something he was going to talk mm-hmm. about first.
0: I do. I do indeed. And that would be that, and this particular movie uh-huh. is special to me in a few ways. Yes. Notably, years after it came out, the girl I was dating, her brother owned a bar in Terre Haute, and they would play this movie on the screen all the time. And I'd already liked it before then. But oh. when we would go to hang out at the bar, she would get turned on by it. And we'd go bang in the restroom. <laughs> there you go 35 years ago though as we record this like a week ago uh uh, breakfast club was released
1: oh wow yeah
0: yeah yeah and great soundtrack good soundtrack and and don't you forget about me get stuck in my head the instant i hear it (laughs) Uh, okay and 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 i'm
1: actually i'm glad you just brought that up because i i want to vent something about that because i i love that song it's a great song it is it's it's really catchy and that's a great movie uh, oh, fuck it. Who did that song? Uh, Simple Minds. Simple Minds. Not a classic rock band. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and the classic rock station here in Huntsville plays that song. That is not a classic rock song. It's a great song, but it's it's a pop song. They were a pop rock band. They were a rock band, but they were a pop rock band. They were not classic rock. And it irritates the fuck out of me that the station plays that song. Anyway. I, you know, I'm torn.
0: I, I probably would feel exactly the same way as you, but then oh, maybe, maybe they don't care about the band's genre as long as the song. Uh, maybe that's it. I don't know. Well,
1: then again, I. this is also the same radio station that was doing a Deep Cuts weekend and driving down the road one day, and the guy comes on, and they're doing a Deep Cuts weekend. So to me, a Deep Cut is like album-oriented rock. It's not one of the singles. It's not one of the hits. It's another It's another song off of the album. So when you come on and you say, we're going to play a Deep Cut by deep purple i'm thinking okay well if if, you know if they play something off of machine head even though as we talked about in the machine head episode i grew up listening to aor radio and heard every song off of that album a deep cut off of that album would be pictures of of home right not a single right yeah 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 guess what song he plays off of machine head he plays smoke on the water their biggest fucking hit that's not a deep cut I, i was gonna guess space trucking by the way because seriously which, which would be a deep cut because it wasn't a single and it's the last song on the album but the only thing i can figure is they looked at the cd and went well oh, smoke on the water is track number five that's pretty deep into a seven song album <laughs> anyway that's my
0: rant about that but <laughs> by the way by the way as far as deep goes if you're only uh, going five out of the seven you can give that's not deep <laughs> 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 So, uh, <laughs> but, but, you, don't, know, don't you don't you forget about me. It's well, line. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, I'll give a little rant with yours. <laughs> okay. If, if I hear the term deep cut or one from the vaults, even <laughs> if it was released as a single, it better be a single that hasn't been played in heavy rotation for 10 years.
1: Yeah. It, it, it just because it was a single doesn't mean it was
0: a hit. Yeah. Or even if it was, it could have been that one hit that's not played much anymore, you know? Right. Yeah. And if you've heard me kind of make fun of, Q95 uh, station out of Indianapolis. <laughs> it's because I have a standing bet that anytime I turn it on within five songs, I will hear ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Van Halen, or Guns N' Roses. And I've had that standing bet for five to 10. No, since I moved back here to Indiana, like 10 years, And nobody's taken me up on it. But every time because I turn it on, they know they'll lose. I am not wrong <laughs> and because of the corporate thing. It's yeah. We've talked about FM radio and how wonderful they did back in the '70s. Yeah. Well, now they suck. AM radio is actually way more freeform. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> but anyway, I- I'm happy to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, um, so don't you, we- don't you forget about me, by the way. Simple Minds. Yeah. Scottish band. Thank you.
1: Scottish band. Big country. Oh yeah. Yeah, they and and their big hit here in the U.S. was the song In a Big Country, and I hated that song when it came out, but I actually have grown to like that band, and I, you know, we've done a couple of episodes on folk music and folk rock, and, and we're going to do one on folk metal, which may or may not have already come out. We haven't recorded it yet. We, haven't, yet. we haven't recorded it, made, it yet, but it may, it it may, may come out. Come out. <laughs> I, and, and I'm, I'm not going to say that Big Country was an example of folk rock, but they did incorporate some Celtic stuff into their music. Some of the some of the guitar stuff they did, uh, they were very clearly mimicking um, some of the the piping,
0: like bagpipe kind of stuff. Neat. You know, I, uh, I've I've had an idea, which I've mentioned uh-huh. to you once or twice, about doing a folk music episode but not like like uh songs that really aren't folk they're Uh at least like in the 80s or 90s and the bands didn't really intend for something but they are well that yeah that might be a good one to mention in there could be but yeah i yeah i I forgot about big country it's fine to expand your horizons and go back and say you know what no because i actually did not like safety dance back in the day really no, even when it came out, because I was oh. so I was so against anything in that sort of genre. Like, nah. <laughs> I, I like I like the video, oh yeah, but hated yeah. the song. and like Tears for Fears, I hated them. There are a couple songs that I kind of dig now, because, yeah, I, I think shouts a really good song now, and it could be part reminiscence and nostalgia. Mm-hmm. or it could just be that I'm tired of being a douche who makes fun of other genres because. You, you like it you like it <laughs> yeah, yeah on part of being a douche i've opened up my mind a lot i do remember uh-huh. back in the day this would have been like 91 92 when i, I had my first real long-term girlfriend uh-huh. she liked boy bands such as think and Sync* was later what was the big one like in then, 91 92 uh, well, um, new kids on the block new kids run. on the block that was it <laughs> i, I got a, I, I got a funny story about that but go ahead <laughs> no i just i refuse like no no, we will listen to some weird shit. I will listen to some of your stuff that you like, but no, in my truck, New Kids on the Block <laughs> will not ever be played. And don't get me wrong, I still don't like them. Oh, I don't uh, either. But at least, at least now I can be like, all right, cool. If you like them, it's cool. But back in the day, I'm
1: like, oh, no. <laughs> now I, I, I will say this. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg, who's in New Kids on the Block, and they do still get together every summer in tour, I think. Um, oh, he's, I, yeah, I he, know. he's a really good actor. I like him as an actor. I can't stand New Kids on the Block, but I like him as an actor. But my my funny story about that is I came down one summer to visit when I was in high school. They were on tour, and they, they came here to Huntsville to play a show. And uh, we had this weird idea that we'd go hang out outside the show and see if we could pick up girls. <laughs> um no, not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, it, it sounds bad now because some people were like, what what age were you? I was like, dude, I was like 16. And I would not have been trying to pick up a 12-year-old, okay? Yeah, <laughs> but we were, we figured there would have been plenty, plenty,
0: of, plenty, of, plenty of girls 18, our 18, age there.
1: Yeah. So we were actually – we were kind of hanging out near where the buses were. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and, and we're there after the show, and they come out, and me being who I am <laughs> – and and really not liking new kids on the block. i popped off something loud enough for them to hear. And I don't know which it may have been Donnie. I don't know which one of them it was. He said something back. And I, just, I think I shot it off. Fuck you or something like that. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> and then they got on the bus and that was the end of it, you know.
0: <laughs> just to reiterate, because this may come out a month or so apart. Yeah. We're not talking about heavy metal. We're not talking about hard rock. These are other genres, but right. bands that we kinda like. Yeah. Um so Ooh. do you wait, we're we're getting in the eighties, right?
1: We're no. thought, are we still in the eighties? I as far as I'm concerned, we're done. Damn it, I got one more. Okay. Well no 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 if you got one more then go ahead. I do and I was, I was waiting for you to be done, so
0: <laughs> I'm Before looking I I moved up, on. I've got this one page with names all over the fucking place now I will say John Cougar Mellencamp kicks ass. Oh yeah, that's, that's oh not god. How did we leave? Uh, well, you know why Mellencamp should be an episode. See, uh, either an episode, definitely singer songwriter. Yeah, but there's another Indiana artist who came out in the '80s <laughs> and had some pretty big hits and actually was kind of big ooh. in the East Coast for a while. Oh yeah, ooh, you know, ooh, you know, ooh, ooh. Hank Schwartz. Hank Schwartz, <laughs> <laughs> better,
1: <laughs> better known as Henry Lee Summer yep yes yeah and it was you know that that was awesome i when i moved down here it was 96 and i I, like i said i started working at that radio station one of the guys that worked we we had we had a sister radio station it was in the same building and studio was right across the hall and uh so i was i got to be friends with one of the djs at that station and his his name funny enough his real name was robert johnson (laughs) so i always thought that was cool i don't remember how it came up but i mentioned henry lee summer and he goes wait a minute didn't he have that song i wish i had a girl i went yes yes you know who henry lee summer is i was (laughs) so happy that somebody outside of indiana knew who
0: henry lee summer was (laughs) well especially that song because even like back in the day hands on the radio was actually a fairly big hit out in like the jersey new york sort of east coast area yeah that he he did first. have he had a decent amount of success
1: and i I remember him being on david letterman <laughs> david didn't know what to do with him i was at your house when that was on we watched it together <laughs> well, I got he, the was, <laughs> he was he was full of energy he may have been he may have been full of cocaine okay <laughs> But
0: he was one way or the other he was full of energy there's, there's david letterman here well i've got a fellow hoosier here who's doing well and then really summer comes out and just totally like played. david's like oh for fuck's sake and <laughs> and
1: he did he did uh he played i wish i had a girl and and it it went, that went off very well it was when he sat down for the interview yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't really sit long he kind of bounced all over the place. <laughs>
0: he jumped out to the mic talking to yeah we're, we're. <laughs> Did we I wonder if that's on YouTube. <laughs> I've got to look that up. You were still in the band, like in the high school band, because we actually played that before you uh, read it. But I thought you were still yeah, in it when we did we play it, right? we
1: did. Did we play I Wish I Had a Girl? I know we played Wingtip Shoes.
0: Yeah, we did Wingtip Shoes, and uh, there's another, but we also did Wish I Had a Girl. Um, and when I say the first one, I don't mean the one that was only released in Indiana. Oh, that one, uh, Time for Big Fun, My co- while we're talking about it, my cousin kind of talk smack about him because henry lee played his prom when time for big fun was a big hit, because <laughs> my cousin was a couple years older than me <laughs> loving uh, man sweet loving man yeah that was the one we did but we also did wingtip shoes yeah but sweet loving man was when we played a fair amount
1: yeah uh 11 uh, man was kind of a uh was more of a straight ahead rocker wingtip shoes was kind of a bluesy had kind of a bluesy vibe to it yeah
0: I'll never wear no wingtip shoes. Bam, bam, to bam. Yeah, um,
1: I. You know, we this whole time we haven't mentioned Oreo Speedwagon. <laughs> I should know. We did mention them once, but we were talking we, about
0: something else. We, we did mention it because I got <laughs> confused on which song it was in the previous episode. And, uh, yeah, and they're good. They're they're up there with Sticks. They kind of they're not. I don't like them as much as Sticks. But All right. yeah, oh, yeah. Moving on to the nineties. There's, there's a drink.
1: Yes. So in the '90s, um, can, I, had,
0: can I can I mention one thing? I guess Sorry. I'm, I'm going to be the <laughs> going to be the Jody to James this time, but this is <laughs> Jody's idea, so now I get to keep jumping around. <laughs> I doubt we'll ever do an episode on Bon Jovi. Probably not. But in the '80s, I will say because in our high school band, which you know was mid to late '80s, I, I graduated yeah. in '90 and '91. We did do some Bon Jovi songs yeah um lay your hands on me i really enjoyed doing that one i love that i love doing lay your hands on me we tried bed medicine though it wasn't great and we dropped it quickly because we sucked i think Yeah. and uh i mentioned it in one of the episodes where oh. i talked about blue songs uh what 99 in the shade or what was the other uh, no lo- uh,
1: love love for sale love for sale there was another one we did though too i'll be there for you i'll be there
0: for you and that one Which, we actually did a decent job at yeah actually that one i did enjoy so it's a, they're a rock, but I don't know if I consider them hard rock, so they still fit in this episode?
1: Yeah. It, the New Jersey album
0: is not hard rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it, it's more mainstream. Mainstream. But even their previous ones with She's a Little Runaway wasn't really hard rock, but it was hard rock, like as a cusp. Is that – Yeah. Was, it, like it's Yeah. You could not convince me that it's not, or it is. Like easily, it's – Yeah. Much like a hooker who needs rent, I could go either way.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, the 90s. (laughs) Wait, wait one second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my world, fucker. (laughs) I think this is 90s, but I'm looking it up right now just to make sure... That is there will be a crossover between eighties and nineties, but I can probably wait until Okay. We're good. Okay. All right. Yes, we can go to the nineties. I'll reference it back to the eighties. But okay. we're good. Okay. Oh what is it? Ha ha. Wait, wait one second. This one is gonna be an overlap with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but it's from the eighties. Okay. Oh shoot. <laughs> <Just blanked>. Um <laughs> Uh, shit shit shit, 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 Mark, shit, Dire Straits, knoppler yep, yeah, good I remember, band. good band, like them, like something's a mm-hmm. swing, yeah, money for nothing is maybe, you know, it's it's up there, yeah, uh, if, if you want my, uh, I've actually got two little types of things here, uh, the Walk of Life video. Because it sort of the video was sports related. It even showed that was the year that the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, and it actually showed the backup quarterback, who I I now because it's been forty fucking years, can't remember his name. Jim McMahon was the quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, but they they did Super Bowl Shuffle. But the uh, backup quarterback, you actually see his jersey and the the thing. Oh, cool. I was still in Sacred Heart School in junior high, and on the way to games, we would jam out to that song to get all pumped up for the basketball oh cool and we we would still lose (laughs) but the other thing is hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy book four when Arthur is showing finchurch how to fly and you know you get to that little part where it's like to put it bluntly does arthur fuck and you know he and finchurch are getting it on up in the sky and it goes the dire straits came on and it got to that part you know what i mean well (laughs) i'm gonna do a teaser here i actually have my notes right here by me uh-huh we're gonna to have to wait a, a little bit until we get to that particular book of hitchhiker's guide <laughs> but, <laughs> but i know what song it is
1: <laughs> that's funny anyway anyway well if if yeah then i won't spoil um the, the secret to flying <laughs> we'll save that for the episode uh, good
0: idea yeah so uh the 90s okay do you want me to do the one where I'm going to jump back, or do you want to just jump in with your own things? Uh, go ahead. Brian Setzer Orchestra. Oh yes, that does overlap with the 80s because it's Stray Cats. Stray Cats, yeah, I love Brian Setzer Orchestra. I've got a couple of their albums. One of the yeah. Christmas actually, and I'm not even a huge Christmas person, but it's kick-ass. A couple of their albums, but yeah, Stray Cats yeah. from the the 80s, the Stray Cat Strut. hmm Yeah, they cool were 80s. they were a throwback to uh,
1: rockabilly. Yeah. And great stuff, too. Um, that, that When I downloaded a bunch of those
0: 80s songs, there was a couple of those I did. Yep. So, I mean, that, that's really it. If, uh, actually, I can tell you the album that I really, 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 really love, and that is the Brian Setzer Orchestras, the Dirty Boogie from 1998 is, I think, wonderful. Cool. And then it's Boogie Boogie Christmas and Dig That that like, He's got two or three Christmas, but Yeah. Yeah. Very good. If you like <laughs> swing dance type of rockabilly type of things, you'll like it. Yeah,
1: that can be some really good stuff. Um, I was going to say I, I actually got into jazz in the nineties. Okay, so I, I guess to kind of set that up, metal was doing pretty well <laughs> going into the nineties, and then but it was it was starting to. I mean, you had you had all the glam bands were were really starting to get farther and farther away from what metal they had been doing. And were really not even metal. That's right. A lot of them slaughter. Yeah, the bottom just kind of fell out, especially when grunge came out. When Nirvana released the Nevermind album, it just and and it wasn't just the hair metal bands that suffered for that. It was outside of you know Metallica and maybe Slayer. Well, I don't know. Megadeth was still doing good. Although Anthrax kind of ran into that where they stopped getting support from their label. Bruce left iron maiden bruce dickinson left iron maiden and rob halford left judas priest and you know just all this stuff happened with metal and the bands that were trying to put out stuff you know for the most part they weren't putting out what i would have considered quality product
0: um (laughs) yeah
1: that was kind of when i got away from listening to some of it i just but i couldn't get into grunge although i don't mind the foo fighters and dave grohl did one of my favorite metal albums of all time with the uh the album probot fucking phenomenal and it's got oh, all sorts of great guest artists on it oh um, yeah have you the, heard of uh, my um, yeah them crooked vultures them, yeah that was a, that's a, yeah yeah that's a good Thank album you. and and you know it's um dave grohl and john paul jones from led zeppelin John paul jones and and the one
0: member of the band I don't like, who is the lead singer from <laughs> <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age, which I yeah. actually don't like that band, but I actually don't mind him in Them Crooked Vultures. And I've I, I, movies, I will okay. say, like, I like him as a yeah. guy. Yeah, I, I will say that I do
1: like the Them Crooked Vultures album better than anything I've heard from Queens of the Stone Age. Um, but yeah, a lot of, because grunge and alternative. Uh, by, by the way, just, it's, it's Josh Holm. <laughs> Cause, yeah, uh, it's, I want to give him some credit okay okay well i couldn't remember his name i I had no interest in either of those but that's all the record companies wanted to push that's all the radio stations wanted to push and it was like i don't you know i mean we had meatloaf meatloaf was still putting out some good stuff by that because that's when meatloaf kind of had his comeback yeah with that out of hell too you know so at least i had meatloaf to fall back on (laughs) a lot of
0: cushion there (laughs) <laughs> as soon as you chuckled i knew where you were going <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even body. you know we already talked about how he could run around and be awesome so it's not yeah. even body shaming it's
1: just, no you're yeah. a big guy <laughs> yeah yeah um but i got involved well, i changed my major in, in college and and i started off as an english major and i changed it to communications and was specializing in what at the time they were calling radio tv and film focusing on radio so I, I started working at the college radio station, which was WISU. was the campus of Indiana State University. So at the time was a jazz and blues station. And I was already into the blues because I was into Led Zeppelin and, and I'd gotten into Foghat. But this gave me an opportunity to get more into it. And I started to get into jazz. And uh, I, I learned Herbie Hancock had had an entire career before his 1984 hit Rocket came out. <laughs> and i was like wow this guy's been in jazz for that long it's like damn you know so i i got into a lot of jazz and blues stuff at that point because there was no rock or metal that was doing anything that excited me um and i also got into some world music at that point i didn't really get into the chieftains until later but i did get into the chieftains that's but that's how i got into celtic music
0: (laughs) i've got some stuff coming up on that so finish and i'll join in (laughs) yeah well i mean it, it that kind of worked because
1: then near the end of me being in college, Braveheart came out. And that's, that was when I really started to get interested in my Scottish heritage. That, was, that worked really well with me starting to get into some of the Celtic music that I was checking out. A bunch of new metal bands came out in the late 90s and early 2000s that I got back into. And the bands that I did like, Bruce Dickinson and Adrian Smith come back into Iron Maiden. You know, they start making really good records again. Uh, Rob Halford rejoins Judas Priest and, and starts. they start making some really good music again. And, and, and you know, some of the other bands. Uh, um, I do still love a lot of that, you know, the blues stuff. And I don't listen to the jazz stuff so much. But, man,
0: I can, I can listen to me some Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> it's not my thing, but I actually probably could have went further back because I really dig Dean Martin. Yeah, and you know, and, yeah. And, yeah, Harry Connick Jr., Mike Michael Bublé, they, they can kind of get that awesome, cool shit, and yeah, yeah because Dean Martin
1: was kind of, he was more of a pop artist, but a lot of that stuff at the time that he was recording was heavily jazz influenced. Um, Nat King Cole. You know, a lot of people think of King Cole from uh, the the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire.
0: It's actually called the Christmas song is the The, name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say the Christmas song, you're not trying to come up with the name. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: actually the name of the song. But a lot of people think of him as just a crooner. No, the guy was a phenomenal jazz pianist.
0: (laughs) You know? Um, (laughs) Sorry. Just reminds me of the joke of the six-inch pianist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But you were going to go
1: back to earlier in the 90s.
0: Okay. So real quick, even further back, because we're talking about the dudes back in the 50s and 60s, Bing Crosby, the original crooner. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. Yeah. Again, more of a jazzy thing than people realize.
0: Yeah. Jazzy and crooning and could have gotten laid 10 times more than he did and was still the most sought after dude by, like, you think Elvis was popular? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, think about 20 years before that with Bing Crosby. (laughs) Yeah. Ten. So yeah, so early '90s. Uh, I've, so I've got a couple things in here. So I'm gonna try to do the '90s and wrap it up to where Jody went to. Yeah. One of them is Tori Amos. Oh yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Early '90s. Uh, little Earthquakes came out '92, '93. Don't remember offhand, but I do know our buddy Rich that we make fun of. <laughs> as Jody occasionally. mentioned occasionally. occasionally. Uh, But he does have some good insight into music on occasion. Um, Yeah. Actually, he's never steered me wrong on the music. He has been wrong on them going to be popular. So he'll give me CDs and the bands are always really good. But that's not an indication of them being
1: popular. No. (laughs) And in some
0: cases, it's an
1: indication that they will not be popular. They will
0: not be. So yeah, that's (laughs) actually not a cut on Rich. It's your taste is good hoi polloi (laughs) (laughs) yeah came out with the first album went over to rich's house he's like check this out And i I was in love instantly you know Mm -hmm. i i I probably won't go further if i want to talk about tori might do an episode probably won't because it doesn't fit with our thing we're doing but she's really really good if you like a weird thing yeah yeah she is now i haven't
1: um i haven't gotten as into her as much as you did she's out there
0: in a wonderful way and if you see her in concert she's entrancing (laughs) so what you're saying was at a time where grunge was becoming popular you went to other things yes and so did i and Tori was one of those things and then after a while i got back into metal when metal kind of it's not that it ever became bad it's that here in america we didn't always get the good stuff and then it took a while before we realized there's still good stuff out there
1: yeah. Well, and, and the thing was black metal started to become, it started to come into its own, especially in Norway in the nineties <laughs> and, and death metal, you know, but that was, that was stuff we weren't really hearing about because the grunge and, and the, the alt, alt, alt rock stuff was taken over. So yeah, we, because I stopped buying the, the magazines because they weren't really covering the bands I wanted to read about anymore. I was and, kinda missing out on that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and sometimes their information was wrong from our Halloween episode. They talked about how the band yeah. was defunct and it wasn't. Yeah. So, um yeah. I'm to uh, keep it in the nineties. Okay. And I'm gonna kinda reiterate what Jody said and that in the nineties, mid like early mid to mid nineties, I, I turned twenty one and then started going to bars and I went to a place called Slippery Noodle Inn in oh, Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah, which there. is the oldest continuously operating bar in Indiana, the state. Yes. And I got to see a person called Governor Davis, a blues artist who kicked yeah. out. And between Zeppelin, which I'd been into for quite a while, you know, so mm-hmm. a few years to several. And then Governor, I like, uh, that got me back in the blues. And not just the old blues that Zeppelin referenced, but now current blues. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just like Henry Lee Summer we referenced last time, you can catch him in in Indiana. Yeah, Uh, I have heard of
1: him. I've just not really listened to any of his stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's
0: it's really good old school blues. Nice. But like you mentioned, world music and Celtic music especially, Mm -hmm. uh, because of the whole, you know, there's a break in heavy metal here, like what we could really get that we were ready for. First, got into Gaelic Storm, which I mentioned in the folk music episode no idea if that will be before or after this. <laughs> Um, but they're, they're just a really good u.s band that plays celtic irish style music yes that i also have mentioned in the folk music number three episode of punkish folk uh dropkick murphy's started yes. uh, they started 96 their big album did wait a few years so it's kind of the 2000s area but you know started 90s mm-hmm. so i'll put them in here Love them and they and that between those two, it really got me into the Celtic phase, the old mm-hmm. trad style, the folk music, yeah. the Celtic punk, which angers up my blood, <laughs> and, in a good like, way. Like, like the whiskey. Like oh, no, the wait, whiskey. no, okay.
1: <laughs> no, wait, no, wait, no, You said it angers up your blood in a good way, unlike the whiskey. <laughs> uh, unlike, no, which
0: angerfies my blood. <laughs> uh huh. Then I, I did get back in the metal, like in the. I realized after a while, like at the late 90s, Halloween is still around. So by late mm-hmm. 90s, early 2000s, back in the Halloween, Bruce joined Iron Maiden again after a while. So it's not like we yeah. stopped, but there there was this weird American gap because yeah. American music can suck. <laughs> you yeah. realize, hey, look, Europe and South America still have it going on. <laughs> yeah, right so so for me yeah, i mean you know kind of i already mentioned the the rock star into the 2000s i, I you know by then i was already getting back in the middle and i already had my celtic stuff which i was deep into in fact at one point i was starting to write a fictional book of the bands jody and i were in That was going to be as if we were actually kind of famous <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but at the same time i started to find out some other bands like sort of a nouveau punk type of thing um yeah. I, I actually kind of got into Fallout Boy a little bit and my, my chemical romance. A yeah, bit. I had both both good bands. I've actually seen Fallout Boy a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, I knew you and, went there. I knew uh one with uh one, one of your uh female friends or or oh, no, both both times, same okay. same friend. Um she was
1: a huge fan, probably still is a huge fan. And and I've actually splurged and got the VIP tickets so she could meet him. Nice. I, and I, they were nice guys and the, the first time we went to go see him i wore uh my motley Crue shout at the devil t-shirt and <laughs> I, I walked in i was i was like you know what I, i'm gonna wear something i like i wasn't you know trying to stir anything up or anything i just i didn't have a fallout Boy shirt and so he walked in and they saw my shirt and they're like oh dude we love motley Crue. that's a great album <laughs> yeah <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and, and then you know and then seeing them on stage um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this episode will probably come out after our Motley Crue episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I, and, and uh, both times that we saw them, I, it was before Motley Crue did their final tour when they were supposed to not tour anymore after that. And what I remember thinking after the first time we saw them was they reminded me of Motley Crue when I saw them on the Dr. Feel good tour. It was a really good show. Dinner. You know? And it, yes and Fallout boy has a lot of energy on stage i mean it was a really good show
0: nice though those two uh like bowling for soup there there's a there are a, a half a dozen a dozen bands um all american rejects bands that are, are decent like they, they actually have energy they have that uh, fuck you world thing that metal has also mm-hmm. yeah and and it's a nice overlap that it's on the far end of what my daughter likes on the light Mm -hmm. end of what i like but it's something we can both listen to together so that's also nice for me yes
1: yes that's a that's a very good point very good point
0: um but otherwise i think the only other band i was going to mention and i've got a couple things uh 2007 mumford and sons when they got together okay and uh, they they could go in the folk episodes Mm -hmm. but i'm uh, you know i've already got that sketched out and um that's sort of a modern folk so that may be a episode down the way so they're they're whatever this comes out you may have already known we're not going to but i actually dig them they're a very decently wonderful british folk rock band and actually check them out i've never
1: listened to them i've heard of them i've just never listened to them
0: well i love them anyway but one of the things that i really love Mm -hmm. i don't i think i've told you jody but i don't know if i've mentioned it on the podcast this is the band that our friend emily who's been on the malore episode yeah. mentioned a few times um we we work on a project together uh, so she's not my my group but you know we we have a project we, we were talking before the meeting one time and i mentioned mumford and she goes ah you like them and right like a week or two before this meeting i actually listened to an interview with robert plant and oh. <laughs> pointed them out as one of the current bands he loves and he's actually done this i've listened to like a half a dozen interviews with him where he's mentioned mumford and sons specifically yes <laughs> so, um at the time the meeting was in the same building as where my office is so i went upstairs and i called her about 10 minutes later and i because i had to find out like hey listen to this and i played robert plant going oh, you know the mumford sons are awesome <laughs> and you know you just are you really going to argue with robert plant on mumford and sons <laughs>
1: I'm not. If Robert Plant thinks it's cool, I may check it out.
0: So he, he, yeah, yeah, I'll definitely
1: check Mumford and Sons out.
0: I I liked them before I heard that, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, check out Mumford and Sons.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you know we didn't we didn't mention Robert as something that we listen to that's not metal because his solo stuff is clearly not metal. Oh no no no, it's not. But. But then right. again then again, zeppelin really wasn't metal although zeppelin had a huge influence on it
0: no but um, we also said no hard rock yeah
1: well even then well it depends depends on the album some of his earlier solo stuff i wouldn't put in the hard rock oh no, i meant Zeppelin. His, yeah you're right yeah. Robert oh is yeah zeppelin always, yeah yeah, yeah robert I, is
0: all over the place <laughs> he he is but that's one of the things i like about him that's what we like about robert jimmy zeppelin yeah Hell, Jay, John Paul Jones with his Them Crooked Vultures and his solo work and his goofy <laughs> work. Yeah, I've got. I think the only because I've I've got because you gave me a copy of the uh, Them Crooked
1: Vultures album. but I think the only actual John Paul Jones album I have is the Thunder Thief. I, I haven't listened to it for a while, but it's fucking. It is fucking awesome, and it is just so far out there. <laughs> yep. You know what? I'm a millionaire. Fuckers, <laughs> I'm gonna do something that's just cool. It's got some really interesting stuff, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's what I I have. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, man, I wouldn't even think I completely forgotten about like Fallout Boy and those guys. But yeah,
0: yeah, those were some good bands. I'm glad you mentioned them. Well, my daughter and I to listen to them. I mean, she's yeah. out of school, well, out of high school. She's in college now, but we still get together when we when we're cruising. That's that's good. There's think, a Spotify uh, channel, something about power, new power punk or something that has yeah. All those people. It's good. It's decent. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'm trying to think what. Um, I, as far as I know, the last album they put out, I do not remember the name of, but I remember the song. I remember from it was the the song titled Uma Thurman. <laughs> yeah, and and the main riff of the song was lifted from the Monsters theme song. Yes, it is. <laughs> which is brilliant i heard that i went what the hell is that oh it's the new fallout boy song cool yeah so on that note
0: yeah i think i'm good we're we're at least into the early 2000s yeah (laughs) mid mid 2000s yeah we we hope you've enjoyed this like a maybe a more comprehensive world other music's okay too oh yeah Hey, you know what?
1: I I'm always open to listening to something. So you know, if you got suggestions, let us know. We may check something out.
0: Send it to me. I will. If nothing else, put on my safety pants to go with my safety dance. <laughs> but not your hat. No. But if I do, I'm going to whip it good. <laughs> 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 uh. Anyway,
1: <laughs> on that death note. <laughs> I'm Jody. I'm
0: James. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I was going to say, we need to name the goat. Oh, we should. Do you have an idea? I do. Do you have an idea? No, no, no. That's why I'm asking you.
1: (laughs) Seriously? You don't have an idea for naming the goat? Well, no, I've never
0: actually thought of it until you just said it. I mean, I, you, I, no,
1: because it, because it just popped into my head what we should name I mean, the
0: goat. If, if you're going to ask me a fan, I'd say either Lewis because I went to school with the goat face motherfucker in grade school, or I'd say Baffle. <laughs> I'd say Baffle May.
1: Ding ding <laughs> ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> we have a winner.
0: <laughs> On that note. <laughs>
1: I'm James. I'm Jody. We'll talk to you, and, you later. And somewhere out there is Baphomet. Bye. Bye. Somebody in that family knew. Somebody in that family. <laughs> i was
0: taking a drink.
1: <coughs> Pretzel. At least one. Of them. <laughs> I I did, did you get any on you? <laughs> no, but I can't see my
0: screen anymore. <laughs>
1: Put that in my pocket. Save that for later. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Open tuning. Because there's. Back to
0: the Zeppelin episodes, and that's a drink. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was a couple years before my story from last episode. (laughs) Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. He's on the scene. Holy fucking son of a bitch. I finished my blithering idiot, by the way.